The most common phrase I hear pregnant women say as they look towards delivery is, I don't want to tear. Today, we're going to talk about some ways that you can minimize tearing during delivery. Welcome to One Simple Step Today. My name's Heather Mara, and I'm a pelvic floor physical therapist, and I'm passionate in letting women know how to prepare their pelvic floor for delivery. Let's talk about ways to minimize tearing, as well as some anatomy, diaphragmatic breathing, birthing positions, and how best to be prepared for your delivery. Let's jump in. So tearing in delivery can occur. Up to 65 to 85% of women do tear in vaginal deliveries, but again, some of these tears are very minor. So what can we do to minimize this? What can you do? As you know, delivery doesn't always go according to plan. Baby doesn't have an instruction. And there are things that you can do to minimize your tearing. There are some things that you are out of your control. And we kind of have to come to that realization that what can I do? What is in my control? And understand that I can't control 100% of the things that happen in delivery. So let's talk about the anatomy. If you were looking at the pelvic model, which if you check out some of my YouTube videos on One Simple Step today, you'll see those being used quite often. But as I'm looking at the pelvic model, the pelvic floor, you'll have your urethra, which is the opening for the urine to come out. Then you have the vaginal opening. Then there's some space between that vaginal opening and the anus or the rectal opening. That area in there is called the perineum. This perineal body is where a lot of tissues, a lot of muscles attach, and we need some flexibility in this area. We really want this area to stretch, and this area stretches up to 3.7 times its normal size. So how can we get some elasticity to this? One thing is just drinking hot water and staying hydrated. Another one is asking for warm compresses to the perineum. But another thing is diaphragmatic breathing. The more that we talk about this and prepare in pregnancy, the stronger you are, that so that you are more connected to your pelvic floor and you know how to lengthen that pelvic floor. I go into a lot of detail in this in my book, Connecting With Your Body Throughout Pregnancy. But here, diaphragmatic breathing simply can go with smell the roses, blow out the candles. This actually, the movement of your air, the movement of the diaphragm causes the pelvic floor to actually go down. So try it right now with me. Inhale slowly and you should feel a slight bulge or lowering of the pelvic floor and then as you exhale it goes back to its normal resting position we need mobility it's not just about kegels and tightening the pelvic floor we need to really lengthen that pelvic floor both with vaginal deliveries and pooping there's a lot of similarities and unfortunately we're not connected to our bodies so that we go into delivery and we're not sure how to lengthen this and we often women tighten, which puts you at more of a risk for tearing that perineal body or along the vaginal opening. So again, going back to that diaphragmatic breathing and really knowing how to lengthen and extend. So as you're exhaling, really lengthening this. And again, like I said, you can do this while you're pooping with your feet up on a squatty potty. So you get your knees higher than your hips, relax that pelvic floor and exhale Stomach relax, lengthening, not tightening, not holding your breath, but really blowing out, exhaling. 
Another tip in delivery is remembering not to go fast. I know for myself, I was going to push this baby out the first time and it set me up for hemorrhoids and I did have a grade two tear. But again, slowly letting your body adjust, as you, especially as you're going into that ring of fire at the last little pit, like, okay, maybe I need to rest a little bit. What is my body telling me? So diaphragmatic breathing is really important. Practice that in pregnancy so you can take that into delivery. Another thing that's very helpful is the perineal massage. Now, this is when you take your finger. You can either do it yourself or you can have your partner help you. Um, lubricant is great. Make sure you have clean hands or you can even use some latex-free um, gloves. And we're stretching the vaginal opening. And if you think about the clock, like going up towards the sky, if you're laying on your back, is 12 o'clock, 6 o'clock is down, and 3 and 9 are on the sides. We're really stretching from 3 o'clock to 9 o'clock, inserting your finger just to about the first knuckle, and we're gently working on stretching this. And this perineal massage um, can be done with doctor's approval. You don't want to have any active infection. And you want to make sure that you don't have placenta previa or any bleeding in the second half of a pregnancy. So again, those are some precautions. And you want to wait until at least your 35th week of pregnancy. But again, research is showing that if you do this three to four times a week, up to six times a week, and again, approximately five to 10 minutes, gently stretching, this allows you to gain some elasticity in that those tissues, but again, connect it back to your diaphragmatic breathing. At first, it might be a little uncomfortable. It should never be painful, but just a gentle stretch. And as you're doing this to yourself, either sitting with your back up against your headboard, your knees bent, reaching down, you can work with both finger, both thumbs at the same time and um, kind of go in that U-shaped direction or take one at a finger at a time. And, or you can have your partner do that because really it gets a little tough to get to that position at the end of your third trimester. So some help may be helpful. And again, additional help and instruction um, can be beneficial, especially if you check out some resources or meet with a pelvic floor PT, that can be helpful as well. Again, as we're doing this, we're getting a gentle stretch. And again, you shouldn't be tightening and Stretch, you should try to be breathing because, again, as that area is going to be dilating and you're going to be trying to push that baby out, you want to be able to think about lengthening. And if you've had an epidural, sometimes your sensation down there is decreased. But if you've been practicing in the last few weeks of um, pregnancy, then you can take that over to your delivery as well. So again, diaphragmatic breathing is important. Perineal massage is very helpful. And then being aware of your labor and birthing positions. Understanding what your pelvic floor is doing, what your pelvic girdle is doing is so helpful. Typically, most women deliver on their back or lithotomy position, but the concern with this is that your sacrum and your tailbone can't move. It's being blocked. If you're on your side, if you're kneeling, if you're squatting, you just allowed your sacrum for full mobility, which increases almost 30% of your pelvic floor outlet. Again, the outlet is where the baby comes out. 
if you're looking at the bony body, um, the outlet is marked by your tailbone and back, your pubic symphysis joint in front, and your sit bones. Like right now, if you're sitting, sit up tall and you can feel those four points and you can just palpate them on yourself. That's your outlet. That's what we want open. And we want that sacrum and that tailbone to be able to open up as well. So thinking, can I birth in a different position? Can I lay on my side? Even with an epidural, can I pull the top knee up? Can my partner help me? Can I use a peanut ball? Is there a squatting bar, which is a bar that attaches to the end of the birthing bed, and you can get into more of a squat position, and that helps gravity help as well as allows more mobility with the sacrum. Another thing is to get on your hands and knees or even elevating the head of the bed and leaning over the top so you can kind of squat. If you're going into more of hands and knees and squatting down, think about this too. If your feet are in, they um, then you're opening your inlet, which is the top of your pelvic girdle. But if your feet are out away from each other, then that helps open up that pelvic outlet that we were just talking about. So again, understanding a little bit more about your body and the anatomy so that you can proactively advocate for yourself in delivery, changing different positions. Can we try this position? What will this position do? Can I get more upright to have gravity help me? If everything is progressing very quickly, maybe you want to slow it down a little bit more and go sideline. Again, communicating with your birth team and how you're doing. And even if you do have an epidural, often you're able to at least get into a sideline position. Um, That can be helpful as well. I myself had an epidural. I was induced and so I was limited on my movements and I did deliver on my back in the lithotomy position. I did have um, grade two tears on both of my deliveries and I was able to recover and you can. So again, knowing all these different options, but going into delivery with flexibility and working with your birth team. And if you're at a home birth, you've got more options. If you go without an epidural, then you've got a lot more freedom. And if you're being induced, you might have to give up some of those um, freedoms as they're having to monitor your baby. But again, having these conversations with your doctor, even in the first trimester, is great. Um, And then those last few weeks, just checking all your different options can be so helpful. Again, understanding what's going on with your body, understanding the diaphragmatic breathing is so helpful, the perineal massage, and then your birthing positions. Add that all together and you have a lot more that you can control on minimizing the tearing as you're going into your delivery. I hope this has been helpful. Check out some of my other resources at onesimplestep.today. And I, if you have any questions, let me know. I would love to answer those, walk with you. And even if you want a free consultation, check out my website and there's a let's chat and we can schedule a free consultation. I hope you have a great rest of your pregnancy as you anticipate and plan for a beautiful delivery and meeting your baby pretty soon. Have a great day.